Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors in over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. Today's Under the Hood program with Mark Salem is a pre-recorded program. Mark will return next week, so enjoy the best of Under the Hood on KKNT. Dang, and there we go. So, I just messed that up, didn't I? <laughs> Starting off on a good foot. <laughs> oh, gosh, aren't we always? Aren't we always? 602-508-0960, sitting next to me is my daughter, Andy Salem, and uh, she works at the shop with her brother, um, Alan, which is, it's kind of a pain in it. <laughs> He's not listening, so you can say whatever you want. No, it's good. It's good what? It's good working with them. Okay, all right. Do We're a good team. You, do you ever go in and consult with them? Oh yeah, <laughs> all yeah. the time. And and is it is it has to do with everything involving the business? Yes. Okay. All right. And so, like, what kind of decision did the two of you make recently? Did it did it involve a vendor, a customer, an employee? Uh, what brand of parts we're going to sell? All of the above, okay. really. I mean, it's just a kind of a daily back and forth. You know, his input. <laughs> ideas I have, how we can execute them, all sorts of stuff. <laughs> so which one of you is me and which one of you is my mother? Oh, I'm definitely you. Okay, so it's because with your mother, as you well know, it, it, it's always been Snow White and Jack the Ripper. So if you get called into her office, I've said a hundred million times before, you're going to get a hug, a kiss, yeah. or a raise. If you get called into my office, it ain't good. Yeah. So No, it's... It's good. I mean, we work really well together. Okay. and But you, most of the staff we have now has been with us for years and years and years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We don't, I mean, we don't really have, it's not really staff issues or even issues per se. It's just, um, you know, things, uh, maintenance or just things that we have to get done or, um, you know, how we're going to do things. Our big project is the car wash at the moment where painting it and did some block seal and concrete work so we've just kind of been working through that we <laughs> is there a frog in your pocket well you know i plan it set it all up find the people who are doing the work and then uh they they have been doing great a great job. Who's the we I'm talking about? <laughs> we. <laughs> Alan, Alan's the uh, the we. e on the th. <laughs> yeah. The, the answer is is we've had our car wash. It's a four bay self service car wash mm-hmm. attached to our our on our property. Yeah. Um, and it's been we put it in in service in 1994. And in 1994, um, it was called Salem Boys Car Wash. And now, um, Andy, not too long ago, put all new signage throughout the entire facility. And I came to work one day, and the car wash didn't say Salem Boys Car Wash anymore. It said Salem Girls Car Wash. Yes. And so I walked into her office, and I said, are we going to have girls in cheerleading outfits on weekends, or what are we going to have done? You and all of Alan's friends. (laughs) That's the only people that said that. (laughs) So, So now... Since 1994, you're painting it. We've painted it since then, but um, just not, we haven't painted it in the last probably 
five to ten years. Okay, so you're painting it. Mm-hmm. The block work? Yeah, do doing? just block seal. Okay, just so. to help it, you know, repel the water and stuff like that seals the block better. And then you just did a whole bunch of concrete. Yep, some concrete that was just breaking up and just you know regular maintenance type stuff. But All new signage. Yeah, we did a lot of new signs and um, just kind of refreshed, did, you know, changed out the mat hooks, did fresh mat hooks. If there was, you know, the brush holders were a little bit wobbly or or not, uh, you know, all the way tight, then we tightened up, just kind of fine-tune it all. Okay, the mat hooks are Mm -hmm. really these big... Uh, clothes pins that we attach to the vertical poles that hold up the sunscreen mm-hmm. and they can put their mats they can wash their mats and then they can put them in these big clothes pins to dry them yeah there's ones on the poles in the detail area and then in the bays as well and the detail area is where you pull forward from the car wash and you go in and you have your own little bay and it's shaded and all that stuff yeah. so we have a vacuum there and we mm-hmm. have other smell good stuff and all that stuff but you're talking about these clips where the people if they wash their mats while they're washing their car they mm-hmm. can hang them up and dr- kind of dry Drive, there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you have signage. I guess you're just going crazy on the signage. Well, in general, <laughs> signage and labels is is, labels? is um, a thing in the Salem world. So, um, <laughs> oh, so it's someone else's fault? No, it's not someone else's fault because I have continued this for years after learning from you. But um, you know, there's a little bit of label OCD issues and i'm not blaming anyone because i'm very much like that but um it's so funny one of the texts that was was kind of newer at the time was like wow (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot of notes and labels all over it's like yeah well we want to make sure you know what's going on and where everything goes and (laughs) no you're right you're right it it um, it organizes your life well, not only that, it's it's um, when you walk into the room, the equipment room, it has these all this pumps and and tanks and and and, and electric motors and filters and all that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. And so you, 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 there was times where you'd go in and work on the soft water system, but it was really you were working on the other part of the water system, and you thought you were on the soft water. Oh system. yeah, exactly, exactly. And then all the you know when they come to service the soft water system. Or the RO system and all of that, that, you know, they're talking about, oh, well, the membrane has to be changed. Oh, this has to be changed. And if you don't know what part they're even talking about, um, because there's, you know, quite a few parts to it, then how do you know what got replaced, when it got replaced? (laughs) You can bet your bottom dollar there's a lot of labels in that room. (laughs) So so you you actually, now when you do the labels, I never tore off the old one so I had some kind of spacing. So I did this one in January of 88. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and the one before that I did in March of the year before. So I'm thinking, okay, I'm on about a year schedule here. So yeah. I just kept doing the labels. Do you guys rip off the old one and put the new one on? Yeah, it? or I'll just put, um, you know, I put the intervals that they need to be replaced, whether it's yearly, six months, things like that. And then I put um, when the last time it was changed. Okay. All right. So, so we take city water and we make it soft water. Mm-hmm. And then we also take city water and make it RO water, mm-hmm. which is the spot-free water. Mm-hmm. And we spray the spot-free water in the bays for the RO rinse, spot-free mm-hmm. rinse. Yes. And we also use, we, that's all we use it for is the spot-free rinse. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's a real clean water. Yeah. It doesn't leave... Uh, you know, deposits and stuff. Yeah. Okay, we have a caller, and this is an automotive show. You're on your own. I'm going to go with Mom, <laughs> so you're on your own. Who's on the phone, Gil? <laughs> Say hello to Chris. Chris, good morning. Hey, Mark. How's it going? Uh, good. Thank uh, you. I'm going to put a radiator in my car and went out 
say in names, should I use a Frank Zappa brand or should I use a Shaquille O'Neal brand, if you know what I mean? Uh, no, go ahead and do the brands. No one's going to care. Uh, O'Reilly's or uh, Zappa. Okay, okay. I want to tell you, I, I would really, really, really shop price. Okay, there's I, a difference of 10 bucks. Okay. And O'Reilly's carries Gates and Napa doesn't. O'Reilly's gives one year, Napa gives lifetime. So, I mean, it's like uh, crazy. Okay. Uh, I mean, Gates is a good brand. Yeah, absolutely. But lifetime warranty, if you're doing the labor, I mean, that's that's, that's a good deal, too. So I'd probably yeah. do that. And, and Dan, let, let me tell you that, that there's uh, maybe two or three radiator companies in the world. And so okay. it, it's really, that's why I want you to shop price on this particular part, because we do, too. Okay? We do, too. And But then when you get to the warranty part, obviously, one's better than the other. Mm-hmm. The only thing on the other, on the lifetime warranty, you might want to verify what kind of documentation do they need. Because it's sometimes in fine print in that stupid thing, not on the one you're talking about, but on others I've seen, uh-huh. it says you must, you must prove, per, you must prove a annual flush, which means you go buy a gallon uh-huh. of coolant annually and you keep the receipt in that file. Gotcha. You know, so okay. so That's and a and great idea. yeah, or just ask them. You, you know, what is needed for a warranty? You know, do you remove the old radiator and bring it back? Do they need pictures? Do they need you know what kind of documentation if if you were to have an issue? Gotcha. Fantastic. Thank you very much for your help. Just just one other thing and on when we talk about the four um, auto parts store that that serve the retail market. So we got AutoZone, we got Napa, we got CarQuest. Um, who else we got? There's four. O'Reilly. O'Reilly's. Thank you very much mm-hmm. for that. We actually have accounts at each one of those because we find it convenient to go buy a can of flat black paint and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So we're, we are patronizing those guys, but we also buy hubcaps and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We're not buying any of our what we call hard parts, under the hood parts. Gotcha. We're, we're buying those from a warehouse and we're buying substantially less than we can buy them there. And so Andy can mark them up times three. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, they can't see your face. I know. They just heard my expression. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. All right, Chris. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. Thank you. You bet. It and 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 people people actually do think that we're buying the part for a dollar and selling it for thirty, mm-hmm. and nothing could be further from the truth. Yeah, and and I, I'll give you an example. Um, a guy called about brakes being installed. He had his own brake pads and things like that. And um, he wanted, you know, us to install them. And we just had a conversation. He, you know, I said, there's no warranty on, we can't provide a warranty on a customer installed parts. We don't, you know, do that. And so um, he said, oh, it's no problem. I've got a warranty through the parts store. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, but the parts store is not going to pay the labor for us to replace them the second time when they're squeaking or something's wrong with them, if there is, you right. know. And so um, he was like, oh, okay, because I think people just get in that mindset. You know, like that gentleman, he's doing it himself. That's one thing. But if you're having a shop do it yeah. um, and, and, and they're focused on, oh, well, the part has a warranty and, and this and that. But what my point was is going into the markup, you have a markup because we provide a warranty right. with that markup for the parts and the labor. So, so the, it's an synopsis kind of it. You can take your own. It, it, you can ask your your shop to put your parts on, 
but it doesn't come with a labor installation because no. part of the profit is not only the profit on the on the labor, but it's the profit on the part. Mm-hmm. And so we're not going to provide labor warranty on a part that we installed. Mm-hmm. So if your alternator fails in 90 days or in two days before the year anniversary, um, there's no labor associated mm-hmm. with the place. That's why we typically, unless you have a customer and you've been a customer since Fred Flintstone did business with us, we're not likely to do that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, and it's different. I mean, I have a set of wiper blades. Can you throw them on there on my passenger front seat? Yes, that's not a big deal. But um, you wanting us to put a rear main seal in your vehicle and you're providing the seal is just a stupid idea because the seal is 20 bucks and the labor is... You know, hundreds of dollars. So it doesn't make sense. So it's just kind of walking through. I mean, for me personally, it depends on the customer, customer number, how long they've been in, do I know them, things like that. But um, simple things, really low labor, is less of um, of a gamble. Well, let me get tell you what Eddie told me the other day. Hmm. Eddie's been with us 32 years. 32 years. Eddie said, I said, what are you working on this? And he goes, oh, I'm working on uh, oil leak. And I said, well, why are the valve covers off of it? And he goes, well, that's what's leaking. And I said, so what's so hard about that? And he goes, he's had the rear main seal changed two or three times. Yeah. Two or three times. Mm-hmm. That's a huge job. Yep. That's a huge job. Well, he, he I think it was under warranty because they installed the engine, but yes. Okay. So the, the issue there was is obviously for him to come in and say, well, you do a rear main seal, we need to ask the question, who says and, oh, I have an oil leak. Well, let us make sure that the rear main seal, but the valve covers are, are above. Are so far, I mean, yeah. But above the rear main seal. Sure. And, but you have to look up Ab- higher, and yeah. it's not like you can look at it by opening the closet door. Yeah. You're going to use mirrors. You're going to use dye. You're going to use that stuff. So I said, Eddie, what would you do? And he goes, I put dye in it. And he says, we got two big streams of off the back. Mm-hmm. I said, are you 100% sure? He says, it's coming from the top. Now get out of my bay. Yeah. And I said, I'm going to go tell Andy on you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who's the caller? Steve. Steve, please stay there. We'll be back in just a minute. Hi, it's Jim Ryan, General Manager of 960 The Patriot. You've heard me talk about our campaign to stop sex trafficking in Arizona. We've made some progress, but it's urgent that we get to our goal of 50000 I'm asking you to please donate whatever you can. And you can also be a Patriot business benefactor. If you own a business and can make a large donation, I'll give you the equal amount back in advertising on 960 The Patriot. Donate 5000 and I give you 5000 in ads on 960 The Patriot. Let me remind you, the average age of these kids getting lured into sex trafficking is just 13 years old. The number one way these predators recruit is online. So we are focusing on online safety. The Phoenix Dream Center is going to educate the teachers, students, and parents through 100 school assemblies. Go to 960thepatriot.com and click on the Stop Traffic Walk banner. Or call me for the business benefactor at 602-955-9600. That's 602-955-9600. I fish. I also clean local waterways so others can fish and swim. I help build public boat ramps for easy access to the water. I provide fishing and water safety education for kids. I maintain a healthy fish population so tomorrow's anglers can enjoy a catch. I prevent unwanted species from spreading into waters where they don't belong. I restore the condition of rivers to help fish and wildlife thrive. I fund long-term plans to protect our lakes and streams. I do all of these things and more, all because I buy a fishing license. When you buy a fishing license, you do a lot. 
In fact, every dollar from a license purchased protects and maintains your local waterways for future generations to enjoy. To learn more about how you can get your fishing license, go to TakeMeFishing.org. That's TakeMeFishing.org. Dad! Come on! Over here! Look at this, Dad! Over here! Whoa. The moment my son saw a redwood tree. It's huge! Is the moment I knew that for him. You can't even see the top of that thing. Even the sky has no limit. There are some moments only the forest can inspire. Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go, like hiking, biking, fishing, or camping. Or do your own thing when you get there with family and friends. Your moment is out there. Find it at discovertheforest.org. That's discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Hey, wouldn't it be great if life came with a remote control? You know, you could hit pause when you needed to. Or hit rewind. Like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest. Uh-oh. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Today's Under the Hood program with Mark Salem is a pre-recorded program. Mark will return next week, so enjoy the best of Under the Hood on KKNT. Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. If you ask me, you, I'm in Sun City, and where's a good shop to go to? I'm going to tell you Auto Dynamics is the place you need to go. Been around since 1982 in Sun City, but I've known Chuck Nyday since the late 60s and the early 70s. He knows right from wrong. He knows good and bad, and he knows BS when it goes out of the mouth of the technician into his ears. So if you're in Sun City, unfortunately, the only place I can recommend is Automotive Dynamics. Steve, you're up. How can I help you? Got a quick question on the uh, telematics for fuel economy. Would the grade of fuel, regular versus premium, uh, like as soon as you fill it up and it's going to go to however estimated mileage until uh, the tank is empty, is the uh, grade of fuel going to register in that department? No, no, not 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 at all. There's oh. nothing to tell the computer, or and everything oh, okay. from the computer that goes up into the cloud comes from the sensors, what we call inputs and outputs on the motor, and there's yeah. nothing to do it. Um, are you a, a premium guy? No, I just, like you said, like you've said, the regular gas is fine. Yeah. I got a Nissan Versa, so okay. I don't need... No, it, it doesn't. It has nothing to do with that. And for the rest of the folks, um, it, it, I'm not really a super unleaded guy because um, although we have two cars that we put super unleaded in, one of them's supercharged and one of them's turbocharged, so they're high-performance vehicles. But I've explained before, the pop, the push, the explosion on regular is like this. Boom. On super, it's in an exaggerated mat. Boom. That's it. It's in milliseconds of time. It's probably one or two milliseconds longer explosion and push, and it's not worth the money, and your motor doesn't love you more, and it won't last longer. So, But but you bring up a good point that telemetrics is, that's different in car to car because some of them reset and some of them don't, 
and it's up to you to reset right. if you want. For me, I just leave it alone unless my wife gets in the car and I don't want her to see it's at 12 miles per gallon, and I just reset it then. You don't reset it up every fill-up? Hell no. Oh, I'm man. at 50. Hey, my one-ton dually is at 15.4 all the time. I know, but you don't like to ever. I can't believe you don't reset it. I don't reset it. I am. Mistaken. All right, Steve, she's fired. I'll thank you very much. <laughs> I appreciate your call. Have a great weekend. <laughs> okay, you do too. You. Chris, you had one more question and one more comment. I'm, I'm all ears. Yeah. Uh, I had strokes and shots, shocks put in in shock mounts, and one of the shock mounts is bad, and it's only been 17,000 miles, and of course it's out of warranty. And then by the time you pull the strut out and put a new shock mount in, now you need an alignment, right? Yes. Yes. More likely, so <laughs> I'm looking to open up a bigger can of worms. And well, also on a pickup truck, I took in and they says, oh, your timing's off a few degrees. So I had it at 6, and they bumped it to what it should be, 8 or 4. They bumped it up 2 degrees. Okay. And now my gas mileage is worse. Can I go back and tell them to bump it back to 6? Oh, That'd yeah. You, you, you got a lot going on in your world, boy. <laughs> All right. Let's yeah. first of all let's let's go back to the upper strut mount. Sometimes, okay. um, sometimes, we will paint the position of the bracket on the upper strut mount. Put some black paint, blue paint, whatever, and then that way we can lift it up, change the mount, set it back down, and then we re-put the upper plate right on the paint. Now, there's a risk to that, and it's not the risk my shop's going to take. You need to know that I'm skipping an alignment, which is. How much is alignment? Oh, between like 110 to 130. Okay. So, and that's, and that's a toe set. All we're going to really do is do the toe. So sometimes we can do that. As far as as far as your 17,000 miles, I don't know, you comment? Um, I mean, it, it's kind of one of those things. If it's a 12-12, you know, then he's in You're out and he's out, then he's out. Um, if it's a shop that, you know... If it was us, I would probably give it some consideration as a shop. And and the shop, are you talking about a shop, or you had you bought parts at, at one know, of the it's auto a shop? It's a shop. It's a shop. Yeah. Um, did you ask him if that's something that would be covered under warranty? Uh, he says no. That uh, I, I think it was six months, or maybe, like he says, maybe twelve, twelve. Okay. Yeah, typically it's it would be a twelve. 12. And, and you I'm know, sure the strut bound. Maybe guarantee, you know, they'll get me a new strut mount, but then I'd have to pay the labor to put it in and out, and then that's a couple hundred bucks. Well, and and that's, yeah, and that's not, I mean, that's not ab- uh, abnormal either. I mean, if it's a 12-12 and it's out by mileage the, and time, then, yeah, I mean, sometimes the vendors will work with us, but then there's still the labor. So and they want to see paperwork from us as well because there, there, there are people in our industry that take advantage of that, and, and they look through their receipts, and they found this water pump. They bought this same water pump number uh, 12 months ago, and so they present that, but when the part comes off the car, it's obviously been on there three or four or five years. Yeah. And so there's there's there are these games planned. I think the the thing to do is 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 find somebody who who meets your needs. Our basic warranty is it's two twenty four across the board. Yeah. And and so okay. we're gonna we're gonna hold pretty tight to that. And and how many times a day or a week are we? How many or a month? How many warranty issues do we have a month or a week or a day or whatever? I mean, very few. A month, very. I mean. What one, two? Yeah, maybe one or two. Okay. And I will say we were at twelve, twelve for a number of years. In the last few years, we've tr- 
changed to 224. Because the risk isn't there. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, there is still a lot of parts out there that are only 1212 that hold, hold yeah. steadfast. So with a shop then changing it to 224, you are taking a risk and a gamble that those 1212 parts, um, you know, if they go bad, you're going to have to cover them at a at a loss to the shop. Now, but, but Can I throw another... Well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold, they were, what, hold, stop for a minute. Stop for a minute, Chris. Mm-hmm. Um, here's my thought on that. I think that we buy enough parts that they'll, they would, if we ask them what 2 and 24, they'd say yes. And I think, I think if they're at 12 and 12, Two minutes. Uh, I'm not quite sure, is that the environment that everybody lives in, or are there exceptions to that based on volume? Um, certain Certain vendors... Hold fast to the twelve twelve. Okay. Few. Okay. But there are yes. All right. And it has to do with the shop and the relationship with their vendor and all that other kind of stuff. And a lot of times the labor is the hiccup. It's not the part that's the problem. It's the labor is the hiccup. Gotcha. And sometimes the the vendor will say, "Mark, you're out of warranty, but I'll cover half the labor. You cover the other half." And I say, "Fine, that's fine. We'll we'll take we'll take you." Then I say to the customer, "They're going to cover half, and I'm going to cover half. Why don't you? Why don't we split it in thirds? And you pay a third, he'll pay a third, and I'll pay a third, and mm-hmm. everybody's happy. Yeah. So th- you you yeah. you can work that way. Now you got one other question. Yeah, I was supposed to get KYB shocks, and I got Monroe's. Is there much of a difference between the two? One minute. We're right. both shaking our head. No. No. Mm-mm. We we sell okay. both of them. Sometimes it's price driven. Sometimes warranty driven. It's sometimes it's availability driven. Yeah. So no. Got the it. answer is is um I would be happy with those on my wife's car, and I and I really do love my wife, Chris. But um I'd yeah. be happy. Uh, ball tires. Car. I'm happy with ball tires with the steel hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. But rolls are great on my truck. On my car, I was hoping to do the KYB. Oh well. All right. Thank you very much for you all bet. your time. You're welcome. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Andy Salem Verdugo sitting here next to me. She's my daughter. She runs the operation while I'm up north playing with horses and cows and, and goldfish and, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and chainsaws and all that other kind of stuff. And we're and actually her and the kids are up here today, and they're all out riding quads right now when Andy decided that she'd come in and sit and do radio. But anyway, the lines are wide open, and there's five of them, 602-508-0960. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Lanny went to college and racked up huge debt. A little bit over $100,000. For a degree he couldn't use? Now what? I had a friend that went to my computer career and they talked to me about it. He was done in just months. I did do it online. They even helped him get hired immediately after graduation. What things I love about IT is that you can work from anywhere you want. You could become an IT pro in just months with zero experience at My Computer Career. It worked for me and I know it can work for you. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. Hey kids, let mom help with your science project. This new mom wants her kids' science project to thrive. Too bad she hasn't cracked a science book since 1985. A metathesis reaction? Compounds, mixtures, and elements. Even this baking soda volcano is too big of an experiment. Whoa. Now she's completely forgotten the periodic table. Now she's burning a hole through the kitchen table. Burning with science. 
But her kids' love for the mom is truly transparent. Proof you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. Don't tell dad. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit adoptuskids.org. A public service announcement from the US Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids and the Ad Council. This is the story of a very special woman. In a matter of seconds, she turned herself into a great mathematician or an entrepreneur. Her knowledge was limitless and still is. She could also make monsters disappear, especially those that lurked in the shadows under the bed. Once, this woman put back together a teenage girl's broken heart, which had been shattered in a thousand pieces, just by giving her a bear hug. She masqueraded as a regular person at work, but as a superhero at home. Everyone knows her as Gabriella. I still call her mom. Your hero needs you now, and AARP is here to help. Find the care guides you need to help, complete with tips and resources, at aarp.org/caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. We're here early before they wake up. We stay late. We stay informed. We invest in the latest technology. We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. We work together to make sure we heal their bodies and their minds. We do this not because it's our job, but because this is about our veterans' lives. This is our mission. More than 300,000 of us working as one, together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there. We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans. We stand strong, united. Stand with us in caring for our veterans. Plenty of people start something great in their 40s and 50s. Getting your retirement savings on track is no different. Go to aceyourretirement.org and in 3 minutes you'll get personalized tips to help boost your retirement savings. That's aceyourretirement.org. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. Today's Under the Hood program with Mark Salem is a pre-recorded program. Mark will return next week, so enjoy the best of Under the Hood on KKNT. Welcome back, everybody, 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. If you have a car question or a car problem, if you want to discuss a warranty issue like we had with Chris this morning already, then you're more than welcome to give us a call, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. When it comes to good shops, I am the master of the list of really good shops in Phoenix, and Blackwell Automotive has been on since, I think, 1990. Blackwell's been around he does everything good. He knows right from wrong. And he's a technician as well as a business owner. So he, he's not going to be led astray by a gray-haired guy with curly hair coming out of the ch- neck of his shirt that's uh, going to kind of BS his way through some kind of problem. So 40th Street and Greenway, and he's been there a long time. He works on vintage cars as well as family cars and trucks and motorhomes. So it's wide range. But every once in a while, if you drop by and you're going to drop off your car, you might ask him for a tour of the shop. That way you can see some of the hot rods he's building, which is pretty doggone impressive. Pretty impressive. And we have a caller. Who might that be, Gil? 
Say hello to Mike. Mike, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? Good, good. Thank you. I have a, a, a Ford F-350, and I was uh, pulling my trailer and lost uh, power. Uh, there was a stump, and I thought it was a, a flat tire, but um, later on it turned out to be the um, plastic coming out of the turbo exhaust was blew up. Um, the truck told me to drive to clean my exhaust filter and Googled that. I went ahead and drove on the freeway 60 miles per hour for 30 miles until my truck finally shut down on me. Um, I got towed to a shop, and they said, for $9,000, we'll fix the problem, or for $4,500, we'll get rid of the problem so it never happens again. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yep. What are you going to do? Well, I already did it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so are you calling? You're calling. <laughs> well, at least you admitted he already did it. And what else? It ain't our shop either. <laughs> oh, um, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> now, 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 let's talk about. Probably this. wasn't your shop. It's called a DPF delete. Where they yeah. Okay. All right. What year is your truck? What year is your truck? Uh, the the truck is a 2015. Okay. Okay, wait. So finish, finish telling us. Okay, so is there any more you, you already story? did it. So what's the? <laughs> what's well, I, I did it. Um, they got rid of the, the 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 pillows that are they shove into your exhaust system that you can't get to to clean yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why my truck was never warning me to do this before it blew up. Um, so that that's one of the things. I wonder if you've ever come across that issue before. I guess it depends now on the electronics of the system to be working appropriately or censored. How about three times but anyway, a week? But anyway, have I lost value in the truck? The guy tried to convince me that my truck gained in value by doing this. What do you think? I don't think it gained in value. Did you keep any of the old parts? No. Okay. okay. Well, that's a big mistake. Yeah, I would say try and get all the old parts back if it's been recent. I would try and get them back. Um, I don't know that it's. Okay. I don't know that it's gained value. It it cannot be registered in Maricopa County from yeah. this point forward. You let me explain something. You said some stuff there that just really winds up my underwear, and it's not out of your mouth. It's out of somebody else's mouth. Okay, mm-hmm. about the yeah. pillows and all this bull crap. Let me explain. The particulate filter in your truck is as soot comes out of the motor it gets into the particulate filter and we need to clean this thing up every once in a while so that's why you have DEF DEF is an exhaust gas diesel exhaust fluid it causes a heck of a fire and so as we clean up the particulate filter the computer knows that the particulate filter is getting kind of plugged up because there's pressure sensors and temperature sensors that tell them that so it turns on the faucet DEF is sprayed in there you got a hell of a forest fire we burn up all the soot then that goes through the catalytic converter and what comes out of the tailpipe is clean you have just wiped that system out so you are a pollutant son of a gun. I'm teasing you now. I'm teasing. I was going to say, well, let him finish. <laughs> I'm teasing you. Okay. I have a lot more to say, so okay. go ahead. Right. And so, so it's not gained in value because you're not going to be able to register in Maricopa County. You're not going to pass any of their tests whatsoever. So you've deleted one of the exhaust sticks. But everybody believes that a DEF delete is going to give me rocket horsepower, quarter horse rear up on its back legs and wave the front tires. Nothing could be further from the truth. You got the turbo fixed, and you got the 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 particulate filter or the cat, whichever one was screwed up. You got it all taken care of, and so you're back to normal. 
But we don't do that. First of all, it's against the law to do that for shops. You can do it yourself, but a shop to do it. Um, And so the answer is, is I don't want anybody else to think that this is the way to go. Put the truck back the way it was. Now, I want to tell you, my 12, my 12 Dodge (laughs) that's a romping, stomping, wheel lifting, bad, bad, bad truck... It didn't come with DEF, and that's why I bought a 12. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, we, we need to speak more about this after the break. But um, yeah. every truck that we have is older because we didn't want that DEF system and what comes along with it. And now, every I mean, my brother Alan services a lot of diesels. Do most of the diesels he sees, are they deleted? Not by us that customers have done themselves or whatever the case may be. Yes. Yes. So we see them. Yes. We don't so do them. We don't do them, but we see them gotcha. and a lot of people do them. So, but maybe they weren't told you weren't told on the front side that, you know, this cannot be registered in Maricopa County again. And if you sell it, if you have the parts to put back on it to make it back, you know, stock yeah, yeah. factory, um, you're going to be in a lot better shape because if you you can't sell it to somebody in the county who can't register out of the county, if that makes sense. Or you can go back to the shop that did it and say, hey, and the next time somebody comes in with the DEF delete, can I have their particular filter and catalytic converter? You know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, and put it in your attic or something. You know, put it in the trunk of your wife's car. Who it, cares? It's always good to have it to go to go back to. But but you know that that's that was an opportunity. And and what was the bid, real quick? Well, how much did they want to fix it right, and how much did you end up paying them for the DEF delete? And don't say the name of the shop, please. Nine and forty-five hundred. He said he'd charge nine thousand to fix it back to where it was, mm-hmm. and forty-five hundred to delete it. Okay, I missed that part. And the other thing too is, um, what from what I understand, is that wh- correct? By the way, is that is that a correct estimate, or was he? Uh, I think the ninety-five is a little high. I think the forty-five is right for a DEF delete, but I think the ninety-five is high, and maybe the ninety-five is high is to help the customer make a better decision because if it was forty-five and six, that might make it a little different. I don't know the answer to that question. Yeah, because we don't know what the nine thousand has in it, yeah. you know, and or what it gotcha. what it would take for the delete. But also, it's 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 important for the those trucks to be driven, not short trips, right? Yes, they want they want to see long trips. If you if you're just running short trips to the store and back, that's not good for the truck. That's not how the truck is made to be driven. And then also, when that light comes on, it's in the regen mode, and you yes. need to continue to drive until that light goes out. I think on the on the DEF delete most all of them, and some of them at least, I think that regen goes away. And so, did they did they charge you for a programmer or anything like that? Um, I've got a little dial on the bottom of my, uh, just within reach of my arm below the steering wheel that I can set it to five settings, mm-hmm. and I always okay. keep it on. I always keep on one. Okay. So, yes, yes, they did. Yeah, they did. Okay, you're on your own. But anyway, thank you for that. That's good conversation. 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open, and we'll be back. Hugh Hewitt isn't bullish on our economic future. It's a headache for every business owner and wage earner and those people who will be laid off because we're in the middle of soaring inflation, and a recession on top of that means job layoffs, business contraction. It's Look, it's cyclical. It's not the end of the world. It's not the Great Depression. It's not a panic. It's a slowing down of economic activity that means more people are out of work. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 3 on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Think you know about meth? Think again. Today's methamphetamine is far more potent, more addictive, 
and more deadly than ever before. Today's meth is often laced with the deadly drug fentanyl. In fact, deaths from meth use have doubled in Arizona. What can you do? Get the facts at thenewmeth.com and know there's hope and resources for recovery. This message is sponsored by the Substance Abuse Coalition Leaders of Arizona. If you remember the crash of 2008, could you afford another loss in your portfolio like that? I bet the answer is no. The good news is there's a strategy designed for someone just like you. In 2008, clients using it didn't lose money. When the market goes up, you go up with it and your gains are locked in. And if the market goes back down, you're guaranteed not to lose principal. Call DNA Wealth Partners at 800-514-4575. That's 800-514-4575. And listen to the DNA Wealth Lab Show every Saturday and Sunday here on The Patriot. Today's Under the Hood program with Mark Salem is a pre-recorded program. Mark will return next week, so enjoy the best of Under the Hood on KKNT. Well, welcome back. 44 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Boy, there's been a lot of conversations behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> I know you had something to say, and I, I, I wouldn't even let, I didn't even no. want to talk to you at the break. Go ahead. What, what no. were you, you going to ask? Uh, I was just laughing. At? <laughs> just, you know, about the call. It just, it was funny to me. Is that a call that we get a lot? <laughs> No, not often. I mean, there's times where people call and ask just straight. They don't realize that it's, you know, deleting a vehicle is a highly illegal thing. And <laughs> they call and it's like one of those like, Ooh, oh, no. <laughs> like, you don't, like you don't even want to say that. Cause it's just, and they don't know. I mean, they don't know right. the, or understand. But. but see, we've come from that even before this happened with catalytic converters. So in, in, the, in the 80s when they came out with catalytic converters, and I think the catalytic converters could have come around in the 70s. It seemed to me it was the late 70s, early 80s, somewhere in that. It was the same thing. Oh, the catalytic converter, got to get it off. The catalytic converter, what, what happens is is the fuel, the leftover fuel, and we're going to the air pump pumps air into the exhaust. So, so to have a big, huge fire, we need fuel and air. So we have fuel from the engine that didn't use, and then we have air from the air pump, and poof, with the catalytic converter turns into a, just a big red furnace. So the red furnace burns whatever fuel the engine didn't use. So what comes out of the tailpipe is carbon monoxide, and a, that's about it. Mm-hmm. And so, and the carbon monoxide is real low because up front at the engine it's eight percent, and at the tailpipe it's a half a percent. Sure. So the catalytic, but the catalytic converter now that's assuming that we're going to fill the fuel at the engine on the front side this kind of way. Okay, that's normal. Well, now you take a car with a catalytic converter and you turn it into a fire hose. The fuel system is now a fire hose, so it's going pumping all kinds of fuel in it. Well, the catalytic converter has so much fuel, it melts down, plugs the exhaust, and everybody blames it on the catalytic converter. Never mind the fact that we went from a up front underneath the hood to the cylinder that we have this four-inch fire hose running with fuel. Yeah. And it's the same way with the diesel performance. You're going to add fuel to make it hotter, faster, greater, better, stronger, Mm -hmm. but you got to deal with it downstream. Mm -hmm. Today, it does do a good job downstream. Now, that doesn't mean that we don't have... DEF problems and DEF delivery problems There's and air problems. There's a lot of problems with that whole system. You're right, but in reality, it's minor compared to what we started out with when we started using mixture control solenoids on carburetors and we put cats on cars. Sure. Oh, it was a, the learning curve was unbelievable. But in reality, it's all about fresh air. It's all about we don't want you out there polluting the air. And just like your 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 truck 
pollutes the air and Alex yeah. trucks pollute. Yeah, just like he drove to the <laughs> East Coast to buy a truck that doesn't have DEF. So. <laughs> but that was because it's a 12. 12. That yeah. what didn't come with it. That's the, I, I wanted a red Dually one-ton short bed, but I wanted the Longhorn interior, and that yeah. was the only one in the world. That we're and you didn't want DEF. I, well, you know, I guess yeah. that's true. Yeah. I wanted to buy a truck that was the 12, because so, 13, they were coming out with the DEF, yeah. the emissions. Yeah. Besides that, my truck's had 140,000 miles on it. Does no it really? One, yeah. No one's ever died <laughs> driving behind me or anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> and, yeah. and it's, it's, it, but we do lots of diesel work. We have a diesel performance division, and they do lifts and lowerings and tires and wheels. And, and a lot of mechanical work. A lot of mechanical work. Lots and lots of mechanical work. As a matter of fact, I got two check in, or I got two codes on my way home the other day, and I got to call Alan. Okay. And, and it's a restriction in the fuel delivery system and something else, and I think the fuel filter's just plugged up, but I need to run the buy him because he's really into that. Mm-hmm. And so um, I'm going to do that. But the codes that are in the car, um, they give us uh, an idea of where the problem may lie, but it isn't the problem. So if it says O2 sensor lean, that doesn't mean you replace the O2 sensor because a vacuum leak can cause an O2 sensor to lo- go lean. Yeah. So there are, and then a, a, a rich O2 sensor, something on the top end of the value, so not low, but high. That means, like a fuel pressure regulator, the diaphragm's bad, and we're sucking unmetered fuel into the engine, which is causing the catalytic converter to try to cop, try to handle the volume of fuel that's coming out the tailpipe. And so, it's people replace the O2 sensors first, but the O2 sensor is just a mens- messenger. It's just it's telling you. It's not the root you, of the problem. It's not the root of the And it is, you can't believe, and you know it is, it's so easy to test the fuel. You know, uh, for instance, the O2 sensor, let's pretend it has numbers 1 through 5. It talks in numbers. All of them talk in numbers. 1 through 5, and 3 is the sweet spot. That's where we kind of want it. So if I want to see 1, I create a huge vacuum leak. So I pull the, the line off the brake booster. And, I, and the O2 sensor should go one. And then I keep my hands and I cover up the airflow so I should restrict the amount of air, but the fuel delivery is the same. And then it says five. That's how it, it takes a little longer than me saying it to test the O2 mm-hmm. sensor. But, yeah. boy, they sell O2 sensors because oh, people – and you know what they say? It needed it anyway. Oh, yeah. I had a guy call me, and he said uh, he wanted a price for all four. He had four on his vehicle. And I, I, I just told him oh, – that's unheard of. I mean, we don't we don't really see that. So, I mean, if they're selling you that just because you have an O2 code or, you know, whatever the case may be, I would get it diagnosed because you're going to spend 10 times more in replacing all four O2 sensors into actually figuring out if that's the problem. And what quote are you going to give them? And this is an industry quote because we give numbers that we know are well within the industry sweet spot. What are you going to tell them to test all four O2 sensors? What's the dollar number? On I would that? tell them 75 to 150. Okay. Okay. And that's a, that's about it mm-hmm. because 75 is just a more than a half an hour and 150 is just more than an hour. Mm-hmm. And it really has to do with is the connections there. And then I know our guy are going to check four, and a lot of other shops do the same. Mm-hmm. They're going to check the four. If they've got one that's out of spec, they're they're going to go, oh, well, there's a vacuum leak right here. I can fix this whole problem right now mm-hmm. by cutting this piece of plastic hose off and putting a piece of rubber hose on it, and we're done. Mm-hmm. And that's what they did the other day on, um, I don't know whose car they sent me a picture. Oh, it was Daryl's truck. Oh, Jenkins. Yeah. yeah. No, um, F. Oh, Floyd. Yeah, sorry. I and and he, 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 he had a big plastic vacuum line that mm-hmm. had been collapsed and broken, and they put it all rubber in. And he called me, and he goes, I don't know. He says, first of all, I just love your kids. 
And I said, how big was your bill? And I'll tell you how much I love you. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, no, it's not that. He says, I am. He's got a Ford. And he, sorry about that. Sorry about that. That's what I told him. I said, when, did you hit, when did you hit your head? So he's on his way back up north, and he goes, it just drives like it's a brand-new truck. It's got power that I've never seen it have. It's done this. It's done that and everything else. And I said, well, what did they charge you? And he goes, it doesn't make any difference. And I said, what did they charge you? And he goes, it was $140. And I said, $140 to find the problem and replace that manifold. He says, yeah. So I called up Alan. I said, oh, so what is it? Everybody gets half price today? And he goes, it's always been that. <laughs> <laughs> I said, okay, fine, fine. Anyway, 602-508-0960. We're going to come back for another hour. And we talk cars. And if you have a question or a problem, I'll give you something that really makes me very mad. There's this lady who loves her shop. Mm-hmm. And she takes her car in, and every single time she takes it in, the bills is thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. So she took it in, and they had lower control arm bushings done. They did a bunch of work that was, like, mileage-related, but there was no symptoms. Because I said to her, this usually has a clunk symptom when you take off or when you stop abruptly. Did you have any clunk? No. This one over here had a vibration symptom. Have you ever had a steering wheel shake or the seat of your pants shake? No. She had no symptoms for anything. Mm-hmm. Plus, they were doing fluid changes on half of what the, the, the uh, interval was in the owner's manual. So she went in the other day, and it, and, and it went from an oil change to 2300 I think it was $2,300. Mm-hmm. I sent you the paperwork. Mm-hmm. Did you ever bid that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you remember anything about it? Um, yes. Was it? Okay. I'm going to ask you because I don't know the answer. Uh-huh. I get, folks, I gave her the sheet mm-hmm. from the shop, and I said, bid it. Let me know where we're at. Apples for apples. What was her number? What was our number? Um, roughly, I think it was... We I didn't bid all of the stuff. Okay. So what I bid there was two separate repairs. It was theirs was eighteen. We were at fifteen. Okay. But right. what I want to say to that too is people will get those quotes from laundry list whatever from shops, um, and I mean you got to kind of go through there and decipher what is maintenance, what is safety, what is you know what everything is, and then to call around and have other shops bid it to me is silly because if it doesn't need it, why are you wasting the time bidding it? And nine times out of 10, I I think that we see a lot of those lists and we don't necessarily agree with um, an approach of, you know, what needs to be replaced or if it needs to be replaced or how severe it is and things like that. So it's kind of a waste of time to call all these shops and bid jobs that you, that you don't even know are valid. Just go and have your oil change done by somebody else and say, would you look my car over? I was told it needs this, 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 and this. And and so many of the things that, that are are really high profit, mm-hmm. high profit yeah. stuff, and, 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 and frankly, we we are not in the middle of the range of pricing. We are not at at the middle of the range. If it's one to a hundred, we're at the sixty percent mark, sixty five percent mark. We're going to be a little ex- more expensive than the average. But like you said, we're at fifteen, and they were eighteen, mm-hmm. and they were even higher than we were. Mm-hmm. But so much of this stuff, I objected to because in talking to her, there was no symptoms, and ir- and two of the four things had definite symptoms associated with the problem. Yeah, and I think bushings um, are a big one. You know, shops will recommend them. That's fine, but if you're not if you know you're not having any symptoms and you have surface cracks then who cares leave them as is 
Um, if it's cracked all the way through and you're having a clunk or you're having this, then that's another thing. But The bushing is missing. Part of the bushing is missing. Come out here because they do that. We, we're supposed to take you into the shop and show you while the car's up on the rack. Hey, take a look or at this. Ask. Yeah. You can ask. Absolutely, mm-hmm. you can ask. I mean, CV boots are another one. You know, a lot of people, you know, they get recommended because there's, you know, grease or whatever. A CV boot mm-hmm. is a, a boot on a front-wheel drive axle. There's two of them on each axle, and they contain the grease that lubricates the joint. When the boot tears, the rotation at 60 miles an hour throws all the grease out of the boot, all underneath the car, and the the joint that's spinning at 60 miles an hour no longer is lubricated. So the joint is NFL. It's not for long before it's going to go bad and you're going to have a vibration. So we go from throwing grease to a bad joint and then a vibration, especially on acceleration or deceleration, and boom, we're done. Yeah, and I think with that you want to catch it early because if there's a hole in the boot and you can do one of the boots because there's typically an inner and an outer, mm-hmm. then if, if the axle's already clicking, then you've got to replace the whole thing. So there is sometimes a little bit of savings catching that early, but even then, sometimes just with normal driving, there's going to be a little bit of grease. If they see that, they're recommending that. I mean, we would more recommend it if you see the boot completely torn open and grease slinging out. So, and, 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 and I, I'm going to say that it's that, that 75, 80 percent of the shops in Phoenix um, are, are good shops of and mean well. Mm-hmm. There's 20, 25 percent of them out there that are standing on everybody else's shoulders to make themselves look better. They badmouth their competitors. They talk about their technicians wouldn't know what end of the donkey to stick the thermostat or the, the, the thermostat. Not, the, Thermometers, what I meant to yeah. say, that kind of stuff. Well, and and yes, or it's just um, technicians that haven't maybe seen a lot, or that you know that are newer to the industry and things like that, and knowing the difference between um, you know normal normal grease or normal leakage from shocks and things like that, or what you're going to see just normally versus this needs attention and repair. And, and you bring up oil leaks and that it, it, it's, there can be an oil leak and it's going to start as just simply wetness mm-hmm. and then it's going to drip and then it's going to drip more and you're going to have a stain and then the stain is going to hit the ground. Mm -hmm. So when it's called weeping and seeping. That's the one that wads up my underwear Mm -hmm. is when we got somebody that says, I've got this gasket that's weeping and at the $1,100 to replace it. And it's like that one I was talking about with Eddie. The guy had two or three rear main seals and we did valve cover gaskets on it. And it was easy enough because he got a mirror and a black light. He put a little dye in there. He looks back there and he can see the back of the valve covers. Now the back of the valve covers are directly over the rear main seal. Mm -hmm. So they did the lowest leak and they should have looked for the highest leak at the very beginning. Mm -hmm. But of 75% of the shops I know would have looked for the leak. Yeah. They would have done it right. It's, <laughs> it's really a matter of the sophistication level and the technician's ability and how many ASE certs he has. Well, yeah. And, and I'm, a, I'm an ASE master tech, and that means I've passed all the tests all the time. And that uh, means that that's why they call you an ASE master tech. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960, and we'll be back in about four minutes. Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on local now, channel 525. 